Hello and welcome to What's the Call podcast. I am your host, Aaron, and with me we have... Chucky Brisk. And... (laughs) He hasn't been here in a while. The prodigal son has returned. I'm back, Dimitri. Hello, Back by popular demand. for listening. Um, I'm back. Uh, it's been, I miss you everybody, miss you guys, cheers, cheers, had to take a, take care of a couple things, but I'm back, let's get it. Yeah, we almost permanently replaced you, and we would have been talking about soccer and hockey every single week. Yes, and the Mets. Which we didn't even get to, but. We really uh, didn't, actually. We didn't get to. I listened to some of it, I listened to half of it, um, it was good, it was good. Yeah, I, nice. I I tried to add in where I could. Um, you did. I I tried my damn my damnedest to to get involved. <laughs> you brought up your Borussia Dortmund for like a hot second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to that. So we got oh, we got good. we got some decent plays with that. I think because we added the soccer element, mm-hmm. p- people love soccer. We're just two people that are just we got that we're not in in the in the game like that. I know Chuck got to buy us tickets. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, Chuck, get to buy us tickets. Go to Red Bulls. Right, buy tickets. No, we're going to NYC game or okay. NYC versus Red Bulls. Go to Derby match. All right, there you there go. You cool. All right, let's cool. do it. Shout outs, anybody. So, shout out, shout outs. Um, uh, since I missed um, last episode with 62, I'm going to shout out uh, Carmelo Anthony scoring 62 points. Mm. Um, most ever at the Garden. Um, I was actually there at the game, all the way in nosebleeds at the very last row, and saw every point. It was a crazy game. We almost actually missed the game because my wife left the tickets at home, and we get to the garden, she didn't have the tickets. So we had to go across the street, print them out, and we got in, and we saw the whole thing. So it was it was like an epic night because it was like, you know, she forgot the tickets, we we're like, oh, are we gonna get in? We almost gave up. We went to the thing. We went to the uh, across the street, printed them out, went to the garden, just got in in time. It was it was all crazy, and it, it ended up like that to see a great game like that. Still have the tickets in. Um, she actually made a window box for us. Nice. Um, got the tickets in the window box. Yeah. <laughs> got the paper, the newspaper clipping. It was cool. Yeah, isn't that crazy that not that long ago you couldn't just use your phone and you had to actually have like the paper or like the actual ticket? No, no, no. She used her phone. It, it was it was a phone. Wait, you game. Said you, oh, I thought you said you printed it out. Yeah, we needed to. Oh, to yeah. yeah couldn't taste like, it. Like, like you know what I mean? Like most yeah. like now yeah, yeah, you go and you could just scan it on your phone now, mm-hmm. pretty much. So that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that wasn't that game wasn't that long ago. I guess it kind of yeah. was. Yeah, I think it was 2013, 14? Yeah. Was Come a long way. Shout out to Mello. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any shout outs? I have another shout out. You um, guys missed. I want to give a shout out to Jacob DeGrom. Freshman tonight. Um, complete game. Shout out. Gave up two hits. Had two hits. Uh, dropped his ERA for the season to 0.31. Just crushing it with his two and one record. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yep, he had his most strikeouts ever in the game today too. Fifteen strikeouts. You know, you know, he's also hitting. His batting average is 
he's batting 545 to start the season. Sir. Talk right, about a guy in Let's calm down. It's still April. Let's calm down, man. But no, nah, nah, he's the GOAT. I, I think we, nice we, we might actually have to have this conversation of like what need what needs to happen for him to be in that in that conversation. Of course, it's it's still kind of early. Yeah, it's way early. But if he I mean, we gotta talk about it. He gets that ring. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying it's still early though. He could get thrown in. Yeah, this is an early season. He get he gets the ring this year. Okay. If you got the Mets win this year, he's a Mets god. Like G O D. It doesn't take a lot. To be honest, it doesn't take a lot to It, 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 it honestly doesn't. But then next year he shifts the bed and never comes back to be St. Jacob the ground. I mean, I mean, just think about it like this, right? I mean, I know we're doing shout-outs right now, but think of like Sandy Koufax. That's a guy who dominated but didn't play that long. He played a very short amount of time. I think only like eleven seasons, and he's yeah, considered one so. of the, he's considered one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Now, Degrom, you know, he came into the league a little late. I think he was like twenty five, twenty six, which. You know, normally that would be like if you came in your like twenty, that that'd be right at your prime time. And mm. if you dis if you disregard wins because the Mets just choose to not win when he plays for some strange reason, they, they just choose not to hit. His small sample size, is like Sandy Koufax type level. Um, now if he could just continue to maintain this, man, man, I don't know. I I honestly hope he does because it's it's just, you know. It's just great to see, especially now. Um, he came out of the era where the ball was juiced and then they stopped it from being juiced. So it's just like, and he's still pitching great. So, yeah. No, 100%. I, I think he's got, I think he's got the stuff to do it. It's just a matter of time. So shout out to him. Yeah. Chuck, oh, that was Chuck shout out, right? Yeah. That was my shout out. Um, Aaron, you got shout outs? I don't have any shout outs per se, but um, I'm happy you're back, D. Uh, we missed you. Uh, so shout out to you. Thank, thank you guys. Miss you guys too. I'm just hanging out with you guys, talking, you know, sports. Also, I have a shout out to arguably one of, one of my favorite players of all time. Um, arguably the best NBA player of all time. Uh, Steph Curry, um, passing Will Chamberlain's record for most points scored um, in his team for the Golden State Warriors. He surpassed Will Chamberlain. Um, and it happened to be the oldest um, NBA record that just got pat, that he just beat. And what, and what was the what was the number? Now I have a question for you. Uh, Seventeen thousand eight hundred and ninety three points. Wow. Um, okay. I have a question though. Um, just a little trivia, if you guys are down for it. Um, I hate trivia. You hate it. I know. You know, but you also facts and useless knowledge and trivia. He's the worst trivia player of all time. <laughs> I know, I know, and I know you hate basketball, and this is mm. 
uh, basketball trivia, technically. But there are eight, eight other active NBA players who are, who are still playing right now who also own, who also have um, the most points at a franchise in franchise in franchise history. Can you name? Uh, I would give you guys. I would say two tops, possibly mm. three. Okay, so you said you said this. So how many? Wait, how many active players are there? Yeah, eight. Which besides Steph Curry, there are eight. Eight All right, ones. Chuck, do you want to tag team this? And wait, to... you're saying so these guys, these eight are franchise like history in points. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna say one of them is Russell Wilson. Um, Wilson, oh my god, no, nope. wrong. Next, <laughs> um, wait, so is this including Steph Curry? No, no, yeah. oh, okay, no, it's not. It's eight other ones. Wow, okay, uh, eight others. Oh, okay. All right, so Chuck, you said Russell Westbrook. That is, is Westbrook? that is correct. Oh. Yes, it's a, it is Russ. All right, I got not one. Russell Wilson. I got one that I know for sure Chuck won't get, and it's going to sound like a surprise. Brooke Lopez of the Nets. It is Brooke Lopez. All right, so the you... greatest net of all time. <laughs> yeah, Brooke for Lopez. real. Ooh, I'm going to guess Mario Chambers. Wait, these are active players. Active. All right. Or Udonis Haslam? Definitely nope. not. It's definitely D Wade for the Heat, man. Um, so D Wade's about to host a new uh, game show. On TV. I know. I'm. I'm down for it. anything he does. Sign me up. Uh, let's see. What did I say? The open is three, right? Yes, yeah, so we said two so far. All right, Mello. Mello with the Nuggets. Nope. No. No. I should have put the time limit. I should have put the time limit on this. Is Blake Griffin on the list for the Clippers? Nope. Wow, that was a great guess, though. Um, Kevin Love with the Timberwolves. Nope. He was Timberwolves for a long time. Yeah. Um, it should have been like a limit. I got you right now, Kyle Lowry with the Raptors. Nope. Mike Con Mike Conley with the Grizzlies. That is correct. There you yeah, go. let's go. Just shout it out if you know it. Just shout it out. I do, I do not know it. I'm just thinking of like players that are left that are like have been in the league. They have to be in the league at least ten plus years with the same like with most. Usually not one, a good team. Oh wait 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 team. wait. LeBron James with Cleveland. Yeah, I, that's one I thought you guys would get off the end. Yeah, it took me LeBron a second. James. So you guys got four. I'm very proud. The Mike Conley one, you pulled out it in there. Just saying. Well, that one and, and Brooke Lopez, I mean, the Brooke Lopez one, Chuck wasn't going to get that one. I just knew None. that one from that was that. from being the – he's just the greatest net of all time. Um, you just I think somebody – Jason like somebody Kidd is from, the greatest net of all time. But. I bet that's to be somebody from New Orleans or Charlotte. I just don't know who. Is it Chris Paul? Chris Paul might be for – the New Orleans team, technically. The New Orleans Charlotte? Because he played for both of those cities. He's got to have one of them. 
I guess. Yeah. All right, hold on, hold on, real quick. I know there's, a, I know you're saying it should be a time limit. Give me one second to think about this. This is good trivia, I think. I just don't know who else have been with a team that long. You would be surprised. Is it Dame, Damian Lillard? Nah. Ooh, that was a good guess, actually. That is that is a good guess. He probably is coming up, but he's he's got to be close. Cl- Clyde Drexler is, is the yeah, but he didn't score, score at such like so many. Oh points. yeah, he did. He did. But he, was he averaged he, like twenty five a game for like years. Yeah, but Dame's been averaging like thirty the last like four years. You know what I mean, like that adds up. So no, but he's been in the league the same time as Jordan and let's see twenty. See if that's true. Um, no, I'm, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Uh, don't look it up. Don't I'm look looking it up, at look I'm it. looking at Clyde Drexler. You want to see you want to see Clyde Drexler's stats? I'm looking at his stats right here. Yeah, I can't man, he only averaged over 25 three seasons. Man, get out of here, with Clyde Drexler. Um, yeah, go. <laughs> I, I think we probably should tap out. I'm trying to think of who yeah. else. I was thinking of somebody from the Spurs, decent. but there's no one that's still active. Yeah, I'm the out. The Spurs uh, are not on that team. Um, I'm tapped. Let me tap. Tim Duncan, obviously. Um, all right, ready? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to say the team names, and then you guys just throw your last guess out there. Okay. All right, deal. Fair enough. All right. Charlotte Hornets. Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker is correct. Good one. Good. Nice. I didn't think of him. He uh, was there a long time. That's wow. That's crazy that he has number one. Yo, Kemba it Walker is, is a goat. At 12,000 points. 12,000. Never Lopez. mind. I, I was about to say something very stupid. Never mind. D- disregard it. Why would. I was going to say Gordon Hayward with the Jazz, and then I forgot that Carl Malone existed, so never oh, mind. Okay. <laughs> Forget it. Never mind. All right. Uh, you guys got LeBron and Steph. Well, Steph wasn't on there. Memphis Grizzlies, you got the Pelicans. Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis? <laughs> That's crazy, right? Man, they got a terrible history, then. You guys got Russell Wilson. <laughs> I mean, Russell Westbrook. Uh, Orlando Magic. Is it Vucevic? Mm-hmm. For the Magic? Oh, Aaron not... Gordon? No nope. way. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard still has it. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Dwight mm. Howard's one of the greatest, man. I honestly think so. All right. Uh, Best defensive players ever. Last one. Toronto Raptors. And it wasn't Kyle Lowry? Nah. So it's uh, it's DeRozan then. It's definitely DeRozan. Wow. I'm some of those kind of shocked me. I'm not gonna it lie. Is. It's very shocking. Anthony Davis won. I mean, their history is just so poor that that makes sense. Um, I thought Kyle Lowry would have got the one for Toronto, but I'm sure he's like real close to DeMar. He's got to be close. I don't know. I don't know. You figure he probably assisted more than half of DeMar's points. Yeah, yeah but he's a he's he has a couple 20-point seasons, 
couple all-star like high point seasons. I'm just, and he's been there for so long that something you know you add all those up. Mm-hmm. Look, Brooke Lopez is number one in the Nets, and Nets have a great history of great players. So it's kind of weird. Okay, notable shocking ones: Boston Celtics, not Larry Bird, John Havlicek. Like, oh, I, I would have said Paul Pierce, but okay. Yeah, John Havlicek. Um, another shocking one: the D- Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. Alex English was kind of shocking. He was a scorer, though. Los Angeles' clip was uh, the Clippers. Randy Chris. Smith. Who? Randy Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoenix Suns. I thought it would have been Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson. It was Walter Davis. And that's it. Everybody else is pretty much who you think it was. So, all right, good list. So I just remembered a shout out, real quick. Shout out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, I was going to bring that for, up for being a part of what I thought was an amazing two-hour special on my man's. I feel like everyone just thought he's just a beer-drinking guy, and he's got layers to him, man. We saw him wrestle with hair in the documentary. <laughs> Like he's long, like an onion, long luscious hair too. He what was, was his name before Stone Cold? It was something different. It was, it was, it was always Steve Hollywood Austin. something. He was, he yeah, was Steve Holly- Austin. He was part of a tag Wait, team. His first tag team was like the Hollywood Blondes or something like the that. Ho- Hollywood Blondes of him and Brian Pillman. Oh my God. So had, funny. He had long Such hair. a bad character for him. But he was always yep. Steve Austin. Apparently, his real name is Steve Williams. I feel like I knew that, but I wasn't fully sure. Mm-hmm. But um, but wasn't there, there was he, another wrestler with that name, right? Yeah, there was someone else uh, that was Steve Williams, and they made him change it at like yeah. some random promotion in like the South. Man, honestly, if you haven't checked it out, go on A and E on demand. Yeah. Go check it out. Crack open Iron. a cold one. Just watch it. It's. I think it could be a classic. So, so I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up too. Uh, two two great wrestling documentaries this past week. The first one that, that you mentioned, Stone Cold Steve Austin on A and E. Looks like A and E is dropping. I think eight of these documentaries each week, yep. or you know, one a week. Next one is um, Roddy Piper, who I don't know too much about. Stone Cold Steve Austin was great. You know, he went throughout his whole life, his whole career. I didn't realize his uh, heyday, his pinnacle, was kind of short. It was only about six or seven years, but I mean, he worked hard to get to that point. Like just hearing about their lives on the road when they're in these smaller um, circuits is is very interesting. Um, you know, they were basically made enough to survive to the next day. You know, they made um, enough to like pay for the gas to get them from yeah their that small little gymnasium they wrestled in in Tennessee to drive all the way yep. back to Texas when they got like twenty dollars. You know, what I mean, yep. like they were barely getting paid anything. Yeah, so all we really know is the ones on TV. You know, we see it, and you know, WWE, AEW, um, but we don't realize how these guys get to that point. You know, and they're making literally nothing. I think didn't the Undertaker say at one point he made like eleven thousand dollars one year? I think he said that, or maybe someone called said that in the documentary. One of them said 
in one of the years, late 80s or maybe, no, probably like early 90s, maybe like $11,000. Like, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Um, but then the other documentary I saw was on Vice, and it was uh, Dark Side of the Ring, mm. which I'm just starting to get into now. And they showed the, they re-showed, I guess, the episode of Owen Hart. Mm. And they, you know, had it, you know, some extras in that, and they talked to the directors and everything. And that was wild and when basically they covered mostly the last days and unfortunately his last day and oh oh my god that story i remember that as a child and i remember watching that and they turned the camera and nobody knew what happened yep nobody knew we were watching pay-per-view yep yeah it was a a pay-per-view show was in the house in your house no 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 over the edge over the edge because they canceled it right after and and i just remember like sitting there and he was supposed to come in he was like next up they were like he was mm-hmm. gonna win that fight that match he, he was supposed to win the intercontinental yeah. title yeah, he's that, fighting that against fight. the godfather right i mm-hmm. believe it was the yep. godfather yeah so they had the godfather in that documentary talking about and it he was supposed he was supposed to come in like Shawn michaels when she yep. came in against bret hart with the zip line yeah. across above and yep. i guess he fell so so the documentary had it so this seemed to be around the time WWE was or WWF or you know at the time was changing and they were going into more of the attitude era which I think made it more popular it fit a lot of the guys if it so called Steve Austin he made a killing off of it he was right. the attitude era but guys like Owen Hart didn't quite fit that and they were struggling trying to find a way for Owen Hart to what they were going for they knew how talented he was it was just his personality didn't quite fit that so they like tried to make him almost into like the anti I feel like he was though I feel like he was nah nah, it didn't seem like it he was like the spicy one out of the hearts though he he was still a heart but he was still a heart he didn't he wasn't going to do the gimmicks he he had exactly he had to push he he had to push the line to mm-hmm. like be relevant, yeah. right? Like Bret Hart, yeah. as great as people, as great as Bret Hart is wrestling wise, Bret Hart's relatively boring, right? Bret Hart, no, he is. He's relatively like Shawn Michaels was exciting because Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. you know, he had that music, mm-hmm. he had the crazy leather, leather with the chain jacket. No, but I'm saying that's why people, I think that's why Owen Hart was where he was at that time because. He was like not like his brother. He was the anti Bret Hart, as far as the Hart, the Hart family goes. Yeah, to me at least, like yeah. I always picture him like, oh, he's nothing like his brother. He's like always like the little brother that tries too much. I guess it's I like know, it's like, like it's like yes and no, right? Because yeah. he's still like one of the greatest rest like actual wrestlers yes. of all time yeah. that anyone in that yeah. family you're an amazing wrestler it's the gimmick that's why they had him do yeah. weird shit like that he had so many different like characters Blazer. he had so many different characters over the years mm-hmm. and he was always a mid-card guy he was he never was. The, he was he never was. the guy that was going to go no. lead yeah. your company to flourish right like you weren't going to put the big belt on him Mm-mm. um so you have to do weird stuff like that, like you know, zip line down, and it was unfortunate. That was the thing. So they they had done that kind of before, but they like changed up the equipment a little bit this time, 
and they change up like the person or the company that was like doing it and it's generally believed that he like kind of like moved around to like maybe make it a little more comfortable like you know like maybe he just didn't sit right as he was going down or he was about to go down and when he did that kind of changed positions it kind of just triggered the uh the, the holding thing, whatever is holding him mm. to release as it caused him to, to fall. And Dimitri's right, they cut the cameras. I guess when they filmed it, they had it on a delay, which I'm sure they do for, for most live events. And they, I don't think there's actually footage of it. I don't think Because even is. at that time, late 90s, people weren't really carrying around. Can't people didn't have it. cell phone phones. Can't find it. It's, it's been completely wiped. And I know that sounds extremely disgusting, but I have like tried to find it before just because like, yeah, I never seen it, but I know what happened. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, it's, it's, I think it's, I bet you they have it in the archive somewhere, but they probably do. But... No one, no one will ever see it. No. And they so, show the footage. Of... Yeah. I mean, they show the footage of everything after, you know, including his body being there and all the EMTs and medics and, you know, Jerry King um, and and Jim Ross having to kind of keep the show going, or at least you know commentator wise, you know like for for the TV and the fans, and then like Vince McMahon decided just to keep the whole show going. But yeah, in they, Vince's they... defense, it might not have been known yet that that he had passed. And also, like, I don't, I wouldn't really know what to do either if I was Vince McMahon. Like, a lot of people gave him shit for keeping it going, but I I don't know. I think it's – that's a tough judgment call either way. Well, the thing is, also, you know, they were still in a war, you know what I mean, for ratings against WCW. Yes, well, that was another big part of it. You know, yes. they were still in that, like, if they don't beat them, they will no longer be around. So yes. – and, of course, they didn't know – like – it's hard to say, like, how could they not know that something like this is very fatal, especially because from how high he apparently fell and where he hit his head and stuff. But like mm-hmm. you said, it wasn't confirmed yet. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, as a businessman, he was thinking, you know, with his pockets. He wasn't thinking with his his heart and how, how the heart family, like that, how much that family helped them get to them still being yeah. around now. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know. I, I can't imagine making a decision like that. You know, I'm sure Vince, I don't know how you could prepare for a decision like that. Mm-hmm. And the show continued, but man, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Dark Side of the Ring has a lot of great documentaries <laughs> for wrestling Yeah, you know, on Viceland. So if you guys want to check it out, the Montreal Screwjob is on there too. If anyone that's a great one. That one. That one's just so wild. The Chris Benoit stuff, they talk about that. Mm. That one's just... I don't know, man. That It's it's, it's crazy, right? It's it's just crazy. So, yeah, good documentary. Rowdy, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper's documentary comes out on Sunday on A&E. Yeah. Like Chuck said, they're doing a, like an eight-week, like just wrestling specials. And I think like Booker T is getting one and. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't um, look ahead to see who's. I'm not sure. I, really big names. So it, it should be, it should be good to see. So especially, I don't know anything about Roddy Piper. I just know that he was cool. 
and he was in that one movie um with the aliens <laughs> with the aliens right he's like what's that famous line with like the chewing gum and i'm all out of gum or some shit like that like ass kicking uh, something like that i'm here to do two things chew gum and kick ass and i'm all out of gum like a classic like line like i mean, what's that movie called i forget um that was a good movie. At least when I it watched it as a movie. kid, I don't remember. <laughs> it was because right, so, like so, the one with the glasses that they can only see the aliens through these one pair of glasses. <laughs> All right, I looked up the the rest of the the uh, list. They're doing Macho Man, Randy Savage, you said Booker T, uh, Roddy Piper, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, The Ultimate Warrior, and my favorite, Mick Foley. That's that's an amazing lineup. And yeah, before once, glorious. I cannot wait for that. I I still can't believe that I'm happy that I got you guys into wrestling, because like it's kind of crazy how much there's still like shit talked about wrestling when it's so mainstream, right? Yeah. Although like, Rowdy Piper was in a movie. You know what I mean? In like a cult classic movie. Hulk Hogan all, was an actor. John Cena is on all Stone but- Cold too. Batista, the Rock. Stone Cold, the Rock. Rock. You know what I mean? Like it's so wild. The Bellas yeah. are like the Bellas are probably one of the most known like women wrestlers of all time. And just because everybody from UFC goes there. Yeah, exact Ronda Rousey, the biggest arguably Batista, the biggest star ever in Batista. UFC. It's it's crazy. You could go forever. So I, Yo, you know, the people that are still the trash rock. talking it, like, come on. Yeah, forty six percent of Americans are open to the Rock being president. I mean, he's basically joking about it every week on his show, Young Rock. Apparently, that's yeah. Like, I don't think he's joking that much. I don't think he is. You know what? I'm not entirely against it. I'm a little skeptic. He's definitely. But I'll hear Matt. I'll give him a shot. I think he's a Republican. So he'll definitely run Republican. I think probably. he, I think he does lean a little bit toward the right, but he came out in support recently for Democrats. So I it's think gonna, he's a little bit more in the center, or at least he didn't like Trump. Honestly, if it's The Rock as president and Stone Cold as the VP, sign me up. <laughs> Stone Cold's definitely Republican too. They're <laughs> they're both going to lead. I'm I'm all in. Yeah, but oh, give me like, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah, them at the, at the at the debates. What? <laughs> I'm just trying to. I keep th- I keep thinking about that first meeting with The Rock with like Vladimir Putin. Like, what's Vladimir Putin gonna do against The Rock? Honestly, Nothing. That might be the intimidation we need if he just keeps getting jacked like that. You think <laughs> Jin Jinping over in China is gonna go toe to toe with The Rock? No, he ain't. Kim Jong Un. He ain't going to toe to toe. The Rock says there'll be freedom for all. Receive Erdogan <laughs> over in, in Turkey. He ain't going to toe to the Rock. No one's going to toe to toe the Rock. Yo, isn't that crazy? That that's that's a possibility. And I can't wait till we do the yeah. episode on it three years from now. <laughs> that's gonna be a glorious episode, man. <laughs> What's the call of 2024? After every after every uh, hated the union address, he goes, and if you smell, <laughs> yo, if he doesn't give Mitch McConnell a rock bottom, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip. He better, <laughs> he better like, the Mitch, people's elbow on somebody. <laughs> like, Mitch McConnell, you better vote with your candy ass. 
<laughs> he was like, what's your name? Mitch, it doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> so many slogans. So many possibilities. Imagine, though, that would be crazy. That would be insane. I think I might have to move out of the country if that happens. Like, No way. Celebrities I'm applying to work for that all- administration. Yo, Chuck, you have to get on to the to the Johnson administration, the Dwayne Johnson administration. That's right. That's even his real name. Yo, Chuck, if if that would if that were ever to happen, I think that'd be so awesome for you, man. Just you standing next what? to the Rock, like him being president. You're just like a... Johnson Briscoe, twenty twenty eight. Yo, I mean, you'll be old enough by then. Yeah, no, that's why that's why I had to skip the election. Yeah, you'll be. <laughs> Johnson. That's Briscoe. exactly what he did. He did. He did. He definitely did that. I yeah. can't say twenty twenty four. Yeah, I would. I would actually just be old enough. So now, my, I, I so my like so my new goal for this podcast is to get it big enough so in twenty twenty eight you can run for president. That's like that's it. that's the new goal for this mm. podcast. Get it big enough so you have a good fan base to build yourself around. Nah, Jam, I'm I sure like I don't it. say anything too stupid. I mean, I like it. I'll say everything stupid for you. All right, deal. I'm willing to take that bullet. Chuck, I think you're the only one that actually speaks in facts on this podcast. Yeah, that's, that's actually facts. true. You don't really. Uh... I I speak in a lot of theory. <laughs> A lot of theory. I speak with a lot of emotion. I'm like, this is trash. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, definitely. If if we have to like the president, it would definitely be yeah. Guys, do we have any uh, any sports news? Next week we have the NFL draft. You, you know, I'm excited about that. I love the draft, although I always get upset with what the Jets tend to do. Are you gonna watch all ten rounds? All right, there's seven. Um, I will definitely 100% watch the first round. Uh, depending on what I'm doing Friday night, um, I may watch the second or third. Um, and then, yeah, depending on what I'm doing Saturday, if I'm not ready to do anything, I'm just kind of hanging around the house, I'll have it on in the background. But I'll, I only go out of my way to watch the first round. Okay. So can I ask you one question? Are, are you sure. super excited that Roger Goodell is fully, fully vaccinated. <laughs> so he can hug players. Yeah, I did see that, but Adam Schefter reported that, and uh, all I could do was was, was just laugh. I He's don't still get gonna it. get booed. Yes, every time. Uh, yeah, who cares if he's? I mean, I, no. I guess it's good that he's vaccinated. But do you who guys cares know why he gets players? booed? Everybody boos him. I'm not Every, why, but why? Because people people don't like him. Uh, same thing with the, uh, the with the NHL. Every time Gary Bettman goes out to hand out the Santa Cup, he gets booed. Does he? Don't like him. But is there a re- is. like like is there a reason for him? For like, for Gary Bettman, I I personally never thought Gary Bettman was very great as the NHL commissioner. There's been I think two canceled seasons and one shortened season because of lockouts under Gary Bettman, and kind of three strikes you're out. But apparently not. Roger Goodell has made himself very infamous i think in the nfl some of his decisions he's made yeah um i i, I mean, don't really think it's warranted but what every time though? but i mean adam yeah, silver hasn't he, adam silver's a god in the nba yeah yeah they like adam silver um 
MLB? Manfred, they don't Manfred. like him. They don't, yeah, they don't they're not like big fans. But they, I don't, they don't think they boo him. Well, we don't uh, have I think him. Don Garber and MLS is neutral. So pretty much only Adam Silver is loves and every other so is it uh, just is it just hate? Like people just hate him? I think it's just you just you just yeah, you just hate the guy at the top type of situation, you know? That's You're crazy. Overly but he's not even at the top. top. You know what's crazy though? Because Goodell is only the representative for all the teams. Yes. So if you're booing yes. him, you're booing all the teams. Yes. And I don't think people realize that. It's easier to boo and blame one person than it is to blame 32. That's what I'm saying. So he's taking a bullet for all 32 teams. Well, he's taking a what, 12 or 60 million a year bullet or something, whatever he's paid. He's paid this stupid amount of money to take that bullet. Is he really paid that much? Yeah, he's getting paid. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the exact amount, but it's it's stupid how much he gets paid. What do you think a normal day for him would be like work wise? Pretty easy, to be honest. I feel like the NFL is is run on their own, and he just is a mediator between the players' association. And the the actual owners. All right, so like, Roger what, Goodell's... Like, what do you think he did today? Like, he probably didn't do anything today. No, he don't do shit. He, he probably pooped at one point. Um, Roger Goodell took over commissionership in 2006. And in his first 10 years on the job, he earned a total of 212.5 mil. Um... His base salary a year is four million, but it can go up to like forty million if he reaches certain incentives. I guess incentives of what? Like how many penalties? Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Like like how much money and revenue? I would imagine. Yeah, it's got to be Super Bowl. Forty million. Mm -hmm. A lot of money in the NFL. It's a lot of money at the top. Wow. Now I know why people hate him. You know, pay all that money for doing what? Roger Goodell things. I mean, for what Demetrius said, he could just be a mediator. 200 and something million. But he's a, he's literally a mediator for the owners. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Just hate them. People just hate on the people on top, I guess. Oh, of course. Absolutely. That's a big That's part it. of it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being on top, the New York Knickerbocks. Let's, let's talk about it. Are slowly making a way up to the top. I mean, they're seven games out, um, but they've won eight, eight in a row. We're talking about Nixie not too far from winning eight in the three month period was a surprise. Yeah, I was there for one of those games. That's wild. They're in fourth place right now. In the East, they're behind only the Nets, the Sixers, and the Bucks. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I think they might finish fourth. Um, I think so too. Only because Charlotte was there, and uh, the new ball is out. He's coming back, though. He's coming back. Is he soon? His his wrist, they took the cast off. He should be back in, I think they said this on like Monday in like seven to ten days. Okay. So All right. Back. So he's back. 
And then I don't know what happened to Trey Young. I I mean, I know what happened to Trey Young. I don't know what the end result on that was. Um, But the Hawks also were there in close range. And Trey Young is out. So we'll see. I mean, they could pull up fourth in the the East. I don't think they're going to get any higher than that. But I don't think so either. Um, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, they're four the games back might now. Have, the, Knicks, the Knicks might have home court advantage in the playoffs for the first round. But they, I don't think they'll win. It depends who they play. I think maybe first round they could take, but I'd be surprised if they made a real run. Um, but yeah, Tom Thibodeau is, I, I would say, almost coach of the year at this point. He, he probably he almost has to be. He probably won't get it because the, whoever the coach is on the Suns, because oh, the Suns completely Chris Paul. Completely I mean You mean Chris Paul's gonna get it? Because okay. they're, like, they're, like they're like what? Aren't they like a top three seed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think Quinn Snyder over at uh, Utah could be you know an argument too. Um I, I don't know, maybe just being a homegrown you know, be the New Yorker, I would like to see Thibodeau make it. Um but I can see, you know, Phoenix um uh, Monty Williams in the um, Monty Williams, yeah. So, I mean, look, Quinn Snyder has got himself a really good team. That the Jazz look great. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's out now, so we'll really mm. see if they can still continue to win those games. But um, they're doing their thing in Utah. They're the best best team in the league, best team in yes. basketball this year. But it, it's got to be if they're if the Knicks continue to do what they're doing, which I predicted their success before the season started. I'm just saying. <laughs> Did predict it. I go back to find that episode of what what yeah, the record. We need to play that. We need to play I, that. I have to get the record again. I'm pretty sure I said it was like. I I I have to look it up. I'd have to look it up. I did predict their success, and you guys were not on board with me. But I just want to say that. Um, but, play the tape. Play the tape. That's let's, all I but say. let's talk about it. Is Julius Randle an MVP? consider it like is he in the talks because he might be playing the best basketball in the league over the last month or so you look at his overall numbers and what he has done with this team no one expected him to be this guy this is what rj was supposed to be right Mm -hmm. no one expected julius randall i mean julius randall's always been nice right he's he's he was a top 10 pick you know like he was supposed to be nice and he he has proved himself but the dude's averaging 25 10 and like six assists and shooting really good percentages and he's his team is winning a lot the east though doesn't matter it doesn't matter they're beating no, but i'm saying it's the east so so is he is he not in consideration is what I'm is what I'm get I think he he'll I, 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 don't, I, I don't think so I think he'll get a vote or two I think he'll get a vote or two I really do I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a vote but he's not gonna win it no I'm not saying win it but I'm saying like he'll be in the he will get a vote or two like I'm I'm almost guaranteed like if he continues this pace of play over the next month or so and the Knicks somehow, somehow could even push to that top three, like, man, that's – you have to give a guy like that a vote or two because Melo didn't even do that. Melo didn't bring the Knicks, like, into a position like that. Amari didn't bring it. 
No, he didn't. Nah. In the top three? Top I don't four? think so, man. Yeah, I don't think absolutely. So. Absolutely. I would have to look yes. back at it. Yeah. Definitely I, look back at yeah, it. Yeah, Next are top two, I think, at one point. Or top three. They were like Indiana, Cavs, Indiana, and them. I would have to look. I don't know if that's true or not, but this this is this is a very fun Knicks team to watch. It, this is it, a team that feels much different than I mean teams right. in the past. Let me just explain something to the people that don't know. As Knicks fans, we get excited off of stuff like this, and it's just for me, it's exhausting because. I've been a Knicks fan since back in 1990. And um, besides the 94-95 team, it's just been a roller coaster ride. Um, so anything we could get at this point is just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is good. I'll go, I'll go to the game, I'll pay you take the money. And you're still gonna get the same result at the end of the day. So So it looks like it looks like the Knicks did it once. They did it in the 2012-2013 season. And they were what? Like their record? Yeah. No, no, I'm saying what what they were second. What? They were second. Second? Second. Behind the Cavs. Uh it was the Heat. The Heat. Oh yeah, that's LeBron and the DUA team. But since then it's been nothing. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is, ex- look, I, I understand what you're saying. Don't get your hopes up, but this is, it's not about getting the hopes up. It's about like seeing the, seeing the future now, right? Like seeing the pieces. This is a young team. Is Julius Randle a piece though that the Knicks are going to keep? I think they would be That's foolish. I think they would be foolish to let him go. I think they would be dude. I think he's only like 27. That's still that's still young, like twenty seven, still young, and I don't even think he's like I think he's just getting into his prime now. Like he started his prime, I, I would say in New Orleans, when he was killing in New Orleans. But they knew Zion was coming, so they got rid of him. You know, nah, they didn't know Zion was coming when he when he left. They, bro, they were they were having a shit year, man. They they knew that something was happening. No, nah, they had to because he was a Nick last year. Yeah, they got rid of him. He, they had he to. He was yeah. a Nick last year, and they, they had no space for him because they played basically played the same position. I think He's it's twenty six. I think it's someone that you would have to. Why not give? Look, everyone's getting money anyways. Why not give a quick little hundred mil? Why not? Hey, everyone everyone else does it. Give him like a you know. Maybe an 80, 80 mil, you know what I mean? Like three-year deal? Why not? See what happens. See if right, so this is a blend. This is my uh, depiction of the Knicks right now. The Knicks are what the Nets were last year. A good team. They don't have a superstar technically. Um, they don't have a closer. So if they get two superstars on this Nick team, they're in contention. I just think that the Knicks are credible, like at the moment. They have a credible coach for the first time in a long time. 
which is good. A yeah, I like coach. Thibodeau. They have a, a culture mm-hmm. that looks promising, right? The culture appears to be a winning culture, right? Because some of, some of those games where they lost that were close games, you could for sure see the, the emotions on the faces and see like people were actually like hurt that they couldn't get the job done. And that's where a closure would come into to effect. Who that closure would be, I don't know. It's it's hard because I don't know who's free agents. I, I read a report earlier this week that they're saying DeMar DeRozan, but I like DeMar DeRozan, but we have to look into like a, like young guys. Yeah. And DeMar DeRozan's still a great player, but he's I don't think he's gonna fit. I just don't think I just don't yeah. think he's gonna fit. But man, man, oh man, Randall's a guy you need to keep. I think he's a, he's a twenty six man, twenty six, and he's playing like this. Yeah, no, you're right. And I you like- could t- and you could tell he likes being in there. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's you know waving his arms to the flat to the fans, and he's you know he's he's definitely wants to be there. And I, um, I didn't see him play like that in L.A. Like I didn't see him want to be there. Unfortunately, I think Kobe wanted all of them out somehow. What in in LA? Yeah, think about it. they had Randall, D'Lo, Lonzo. They had all these Ingram, and they all just vanished. Think about if they could have kept all those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it, yeah. it's kind of crazy how it goes. But like all those guys are flourishing now, and I think Julius Randall's like right at where he needs to be. So I I, I think I think he'll get a, I think he'll get like a vote. For MVP, like maybe one singular vote, like someone will vote, like man, this guy went off. Yeah, man. I think he's got it because all the other guys that are in MVP consideration are hurt. LeBron's out, AD is out, Kevin Durant, and now James Harden are well. Jay Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant out. just came back, I think, but Harden's out. Embiid might he might run away. He might get it. it. He might get it. He might get it. He's these, playing really good. But these next look fun, man. I I I understand. I understand the fear of like, oh, don't get your hopes up. But they look different, man. They feel fun. They feel like they're they're having fun. They're playing Bullock well is together. Playing good. Um, this is a, this is a good time. I think this is, I think this is good, especially because you know some of the other teams in New York at the moment aren't really doing so well. Um, I know a team that's almost consistently in the headlines nowadays. Shout out to the Yankees, man. People are giving up on the Yankees fast. Giving up on the Yankees fast. It's it's too early. It's too early to give up. Yo, K-Show's been eating them them alive like a week ago. Uh They are. But they have very right, too. I mean, listen, it's April. It's still April. It is still April. The Mets, no offense, the Mets are always super high in April. hundred percent. Always yeah. super high in April. Look, Chuck knows it. I know it. All every but Mets fan knows that we are the, the April the Mets, Kings. The Mets could go 15 straight in April. I think we have. <laughs> I think you guys have. I think the Mets have. But like, I don't know why everybody's running. I think I think it's because I mean, Chuck, I don't know if, if, if you have any thoughts on, on the, the Yankees issues, but I have plenty of thoughts of what I think could be the, the, what's scaring everybody. Is what it not hitting I've, home runs? Yeah, so I think part of it is their home run built team. They're not hitting the home runs. And also, 
gonna be honest, like I'm not a Yankee fan, but you know, I didn't agree with the manager change a few years ago. Yeah. They were in Game Seven of the ALCS, and you got rid of Joe and, Girardi, and, like, and you got rid of your coach, like, 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 why? He got you basically there. He would have gotten too. you to the World Series had the Astros not been cheating, but I mean that was found out later. But he still brought you to a game seven. You're a game away from the World Series, and you fire your coach and you bring in nothing against and you know Aaron Boone. I, you know I, I think he was a good baseball player, uh, but he was a brand new manager. Like you didn't, I I just didn't understand that move. And I think it's it it's been showing that that really wasn't the best move for them. I think yeah. that's one of the problem. I don't think these guys really. Uh, I don't think the chemistry is there. I don't think they're hustling, and they're just not getting the home run hits. I I agree. That Joe Girardi thing, I don't really agree because I think Joe Girardi was super overrated. Um. The dude, but had, it, the, when, dude, he, he had, good he had enough a, to get to that point, though. He had a lot. They were like, but he it, had a it, lot of worked. good. He had a lot of good. He had a lot of good teams. He only pulled mm-hmm. with one championship for the Yankees, and I mean, like, but that. So you fired him. He om- he's almost in the World Series. Yeah, and and Aaron Boone almost brought them there last year. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's last year. Yeah, they were a game away of beating the Rays. It was late came to the last game. They could have beat and then went to the next round. Dimitri doesn't count last year. They don't count last year. He would have they, he would have if they made it. Um it's only 60 games. Sure. See right now last he year. He, he would have bought a t shirt. Hundred percent. Um no, I wouldn't have yeah. been. I, he's, no, I'd have wiped my ass with that t shirt. Cap. That's cap. Um <laughs> no, well, that, that just that just sounds bad for the environment. That's, that's cap. Uh I think I think the the reason why everyone's freaking out about the Yankees is, and I'm not saying that we are a proven team. The Yankees are not a proven team yet. Um, they have players who look like because they had like that one good season that they're almost like a sure thing now. Glaber Torres to me is not yet proven because he can't stay healthy. But when he is healthy, I mean, this season he just can't hit. No one on the Yankees can hit at the moment. John Carlo can't hit, but John Carlo, another guy injured. He's not. He's no longer proven. He's proven to be just a DH guy. That guy used to have one of the best arms in the outfield. He used to be an amazing fielder. The, the, the dude doesn't even play out there anymore. He's a DH now. You got Clint Frazier, who they're finally giving a shot to, Burn. and he's and he's blowing. And he he kept he kept the Yankees afloat. He that two years ago kept them afloat. So he's currently blowing it. Aaron Judge, another guy who I think Aaron Judge is proven. He's he's the cornerstone. But if he's not going, I think they they're really missing a guy like Didi. I think if they had Didi Gregorius, I think things would be different. I honestly do. Um, I I think they could have just put Labor at second and kept him at short, and it would have made a tons of a difference because he's he's such a like he's a Kickstarter type of player. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that it seems that Yankee fans have not admitted to yet, their pitching is awful. Um, it's it's awful. Ty Long, he had that one good year. He hasn't bounced back. Kluber, Kluber's done. Domingo Herman, done. 
Um, they lost Tanaka. They have Cole. They lost Paxton in free agency, but Paxton ended up getting hurt. So it would have probably would have gotten hurt regardless. They don't have Montgomery's okay. They have no pitching. It's Garrett Cole and a bunch of scraps. Unfortunately for them, they have a role as Chapman. The rest of the bullpen, decent, okay, you know, but it's overall they're pitching. If they, if you can't pitch to stay in the game and your team's not hitting, how are you expecting to win games? Every year it seems like the Yankees just keep like, all right, let's focus on our offense, but completely like they made that big deal of Cole, but they couldn't back it up. They need more people. How are they going to win games? So I think the fear is that this might be legit because they're not going to have pitching to keep them in games. Bullpens are going to blow it. Starters are going to go three or four innings and the bullpen's going to get blown out tired the rest of the season because they're playing so much. You know, I, I think the offense will come. Offense will for sure come, right? It's just a matter of who's going to start it, man. Because all now they're playing all like bums. Gary Sanchez, bum. Glaber, bum. Stanton, bum. Urshela, where's where's DJ? Nobody. Luke Voigt, Luke Voigt's hurt. That's a big guy that they're missing too. The Yankees, it's it's very scary right now. So I understand yeah. the fear, but man. I think it's still too early though. It's just I I need to see something for pitching. They need to make trades, huge trades. If they don't, they're gonna lose this season in the East. I just think they're, they're gonna probably I think they're gonna they're they're gonna fall too behind, and that's it. That's crazy, man. I I did not expect. I was expecting the Yankees to be like the Dodgers this year, with offense at least. It's only like week three or four, but man, it's scary times. I feel like it's still early. I feel like mid May, end of May. Okay, then we then we got to talk. But yeah. At this point, it's just way too early. I think they shouldn't wait for the trade deadline. All I'm saying is for pitching. They got to go get some guys like... Well, Severino's supposed to be back. Um, I forget. Allegedly. That would be awesome. July. That would be awesome for them, honestly. That would if be- he comes back off the Tommy John, and usually pitchers come back better in the Tommy John, it would help but I don't know it's 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 interesting but I'm 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 a little nervous for them I'm not it's too early yeah super early I'm I'm with Dimitri I think it's still too early too I get it yeah they're off to a terrible start but baseball is a very very long season I I would give them more time yeah I don't know. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Is there anyone in, in baseball that's like surprised you so far? I mean, Dodgers look amazing as expected. That, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I I think the the Royals have been doing pretty good. But I think it's also still a little too early. How do we feel about so, the uh, the billion dollar shortstops? Basically, just both of them just not mm. producing. Lindor and Tatis look like big busts so far. Neither of them are doing anything. I still well, think I it's like a little soon. Tatis got hurt, didn't he? He got hurt, but he wasn't doing anything before. He just came back. He ain't doing anything now. That's 
All I know is it's a wasted one month for both of them. <laughs> they got to both pick it up. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I think they got to, like, stop spending the, their money <laughs> <laughs> and uh, focus on baseball more. But I feel like, I don't know, with COVID, maybe they didn't get enough spring training time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so maybe they'll come around. I mean, if I was a baseball player, and this just me, I, I'm I, I'm only saying this because I'm Brooklyn, but um, I would probably be playing every day, warming up every day. But I'm only saying this because I'm broke. So, <laughs> so you're telling me, so you're telling my me, contract year. So you're telling me you wouldn't be Chris Davis and just collecting checks at this point. <laughs> No, I mean, uh, Bobby Ronia more, more like it. I mean, that's the smartest player deal of oh, all time. No, dumbest it's not. Te- dumbest Alan, team deal. <laughs> Alan, Alan Iverson. Is but his, but his wasn't his own idea. Reebok was like, let me take care of you. Alan Iverson was a dummy and lost all his money. So that's let's not give credit to him. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He said yes, though. He could have went to Nike. No. Look, if he went to Nike, he would be dead broke right now. Exactly. So, okay, sure. Okay, Reebok saved his life, <laughs> saved that man's life. He did. <laughs> he literally, you know, you know they they still sell like his sneakers. Yeah. So crazy. they still sell the white Iversons. The <laughs> they still sell. I'm probably because Post Malone brought them back. That song is like six years old, though, man. They still sell them now in 2021. Bro, he gets paid a million dollars. Some people still like for the rest of his life. Because without him, without him, who knows where Reebok would be? Yeah. I just bought a pair of Reebok the other day, actually. I like oh, the yeah. colors. You contributed. Yeah, they were like 70 bucks. I was like, oh, these are nice colors. <laughs> They're very frosty were they white? colors. Uh, they had a white on them. Uh, Frosty is like. It was like. Hold on. Don't tell me. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try. It's very frosty colors. Frosty is like. Um, a, I want to say turquoise. Is it turquoise? Turquoise is one of the levels of frosty, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's a little bit of sky blue on there. Sky blue. <laughs> Yes, there there are levels of frosty. That is true. <laughs> you can't play too much of the song because we don't have the copyright. White Iverson classic song. White Iverson. Let him sue us. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. We ain't got no You're money. We ain't got no money. What are you gonna sue us for? He's gonna take our podcast. <laughs> Aaron's uh, overtime pay at work. Yeah, honestly, he would take our podcast and with and like if he posted on it and put it on his page, it would have twelve million like subscribers in seconds. Crazy <laughs> seconds. That'd be kind of fire though. He should come by our podcast and just have us on as guests. That'd let's, be crazy. Let's invite him. He could just buy it. We'll start off fresh with a new, new podcast. Exactly. Like, what's the call? Because our call got stolen. What's the post? 
But yeah, nah. Like I said, Yankees too early. Yeah. Let's talk about this in May, end of May. Okay. See where everybody's at. All of a sudden, the Yankees go on a 15-game winning streak. Everything else is just erased at that point. Let's let's hope, let's hope for that. Let's talk about Ronald Acuna Jr. That's playing baseball right now, right? No. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Mike Trout's batting like 400. Yeah, he has like So is Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, but Trout's the GOAT, man. So my Trout. Trout's the <laughs> so greatest, man. Acuna's top five, though. Don't get me wrong. He's top five. Yeah. But, like, yeah. it's like Trout at one, and then there's, like, mm-hmm. so much space, then two, and then the rest of them. Right now, like, in this in – this- it's uh, like it's season. like him. No, no, no. In general, in general. No, no. In general, I I get that. In, in this like... season, in this season, he's nah. In this season, he's just he's still one, but then like Acuna's like one B, and then Mookie's like one C, and then like, then the rest of them are just they fall after that. Because those guys are just all elite players at the moment. Hmm. Chuck doesn't seem convinced but um that is the fact I, I i think it's still too early in the season man what's up with you guys man that's not like you guys what happened to like predictions and 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 hot takes and all these it's too early what's what's up with you two the knicks no, the, the knicks are winning oh man i i can't have where's nah, the positivity always, in this podcast i always man? You guys... said that about the knicks always said it i've always said that Why? and i always that the knicks don't get don't Chuck's like day. Chuck's like the Jets are gonna draft terrible this year. I mean, yeah, well, well, yes, you know, accurate. Where's the positivity, man? This is why they keep doing because there's no positive energy going their way. Yeah. No, 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 time out, time out. I can have all the positive energy <laughs> in the world about the New York Jets right now. They're still gonna draft Zach Wilson number two. I think the reason why they got, I, I, I believe in their coach. Don't get me wrong, I do believe in their coach. I, I like the head coaching pick. I'm excited about that. I just I, I thought it was dumb getting rid of Sam Darnold. One I thought two years ago was dumb to hire in Adam Gates, but whatever that's and look past. what happened. I think you're the reason why he was so bad because your negative energy. You just said I thought I thought it was no. a dumb move two years ago. Maybe yes. if you gave some more yes. positive energy to a new coach, no. he would have done better. All right, so calm down, Miss Cleo, and your positive energy. That's like Edwin Diaz, the closer. All right, he he blew a couple of saves. Let's boo him every single time he comes out to get his confidence up to save games. That makes no sense. Yeah, only if you are this positive about your job. I am am positive about my job. I'm positive that I'm (laughs) the best one they got. I'm yeah. also positive I'm Not getting overworked. <laughs> all right, Jacob DeGraw. I'm throwing 15 strikeouts every day at work, all right? <laughs> That's the best comparison. But you know Aaron what? is basically the Jacob DeGraw. But you know what? My ERA, department. Of my, department, ERA right? is, my ERA is point thirty one. <laughs> But you know what? I get no wins because my team doesn't support me and we don't get we don't score enough runs. So I am positive. I don't want to hear this. That's, that doesn't sound positive. So funny. To me. My that's, team that's so funny. Look, I, I show up, I hit home runs every day. I throw a crazy amount of strikeouts every day. I'm Babe Ruth. Chuck is like, that's the best thing. That's so funny. 
I'm, I think I'm more like the Bartel Cologne. Like, I get the job done. It's not pretty. I mean, you are, I, I mean, you are Chuck Mass. I, I got a little bit of a belly. Yeah, you're big sexy. Nah, nah, nah. nah <laughs> yeah, big sexy. Nah, yeah, you're definitely more than that. You like right, so uh, let's, let's. I don't think so. So let's I think do this. Cologne was over. Was a little bit more yo, than I am. Yo, let's do this. Let's. Who's the Who's the player that compares the most to us in each sport? <laughs> Wait, it depends. Like, all right, are we playing the sport or like? Who do no, we just we just like who do you think life. you are? Who do you think you are in in the sport? Like when you play it or not? No, I don't know how we could do this because if I'm Degrom in work, I would say like I, I compare like you you at work to a certain athlete at their sport. That's why okay. I, you're like Jacob Degrom. I'm definitely Bartolo Colon. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Not, not the number one guy, he, but like he's there I'm, for I'm a solid. Good, he's there for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> no, no, I'm there for a long time. I'm just, I'm not the best. I'm not the worst. Okay, okay, I got mine. <laughs> All right, I, I am Greg Popovich. Oh, because I don't, I don't play the game, but I coach the game. Mm. Interesting. Okay, okay, I can see. It. I, that's how little. I feel. <laughs> And you lean a little bit to the left politically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I get calls. I'm like, yeah, you guys need to calm down. This is how you got to do it. X, Y, and Z. I can see that. I can, I can see that, actually. I have that comparison. Mm, so, you're going to Bartolo Popovich. I didn't give myself. I mean, you guys. No, you got the ground. Good. That's it. You're good. The greatest. Yeah, I mean, what no, else? You're, what you're, else you're, you're still you're still working towards being the greatest. Like you, you might not be there. I yet. want a couple of Cy Youngs. I want a couple. Of, yes. I'm I'm batting five forty five. You know, for now. Soon I'll get a couple of strikeouts. They'll come down yeah, to about two twenty. You know, we could all come crashing down at any moment, and then people be like, "Oh, Aaron, oh, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, he, he was pretty good." Buy him. What's Let's hope I don't get Tommy John. Any, I'm, I'm, Tommy John's happening any day now for me. I think that's the amount of work I'm putting in. That's uh, about to Aaron's be on the IL soon. All right. So if you were a baseball player, who who do you think you would be as a baseball player? At best, I think I'm Craig Council, you know, the former uh, Arizona Diamondback, who he I think his- got the game win hit back in t- 2001 World Series. He bat with his but hands all the way it. up. He would always bat like this with yep. his hands all the way up. Like, uh, is he still manager? Is he still with the Brewers? I think he still is the. Co- mm, I, I don't know. I actually, think he, I think he's. I think he might who, be. Who was the dude in Boston that used to do that? Euclidus. Euclidus. But Euclidus used to be. He used to hold it mm. like. <laughs> he used to angle it and hold it with like two fingers, and it was. He you know, he hit like three hundred. So, whatever yeah. he did, yeah, he's, he was, he's still. He's still with the Brewers. Whatever he did, he um. I feel like I'm about I'm about like 255, 42 home runs, a couple of different teams, and then yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win this World Series. Hmm. Aaron, I'm gonna get the walk off hit Game Seven. Um. I don't know. I was thinking. I don't know. Who's a player that I'm? I would compare my game to. 
that you would think your career would be like? My career would be like, my career would definitely be like. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait. I draw on time out real quick. Oh, God. Craig Council was on base. He didn't hit the game win hit in the World Series. That was <laughs> Luis Gonzalez. Oh, wow. Craig Council just happened to be on base when the hit happened. Okay. Yeah. It was Luis Gonzalez that got the hit. So that, that fits you. So, it fits me. I'll, I'll take credit for d- doing something great. So my mine would be uh, Luis Castillo, who played for the Mets and the Marlins at one point. Mm. You know, have a pretty good career, two-time All-Star, but be known for dropping that pop-up against the Yankees and A-Rod comes around to score. Like, that's my career. Like, I'm known for, like, the worst moment mm. of my career, but, like, the rest of the 13 years I played, like, relatively well. Actually, do do you know who I think I'm gonna be? I think I'm more of a uh, uh, former uh, New York Mutuals, Brooklyn Atlantic, Hartford Dark Blues player, um, better known as Bob Death to Flying Things Ferguson from the uh, late 1800s. That's probably that was probably my career. First, uh, the first president of the uh, Baseball Players Union, by the way. That's something I would totally do. I'd have like a decent career, play for a few different teams. I could actually I would go see on that. To like start the baseball union. I can actually see that's, that. That's that's, the most, that's, that's definitely accurate. you. That's I, I don't even want to go anymore because you guys are like so accurate. <laughs> Especially Chuck just now. He's like, you know what? Um, I have no idea who I would be. I would probably be Big Poppy. Nah, I... <laughs> Nah, I'm not a lefty, but I would probably either I would be like a Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> like have it can't get to first a, base. Have a great year and then fuck it up and be all mental about it. Um well, I would be here. I would be either that or a Derek Jeter. <laughs> like so clutch. That's those are two. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, pump, pump your brakes here, man. It's it's either or. It's either or. Like it's. In so you have to pick up. So you have to pick a player in between. Uh, <laughs> I'm the player that's in between that. Chili Davis. <laughs> Robinson Cano, because I would get caught if I cheated. Perfect. Um, there we go. Robbie Cano. <laughs> that's a perfect one. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> You freaking uh, made 200 million. He made a lot of money. He took a lot of steroids. <laughs> oh, RIP to Alex Rodriguez. Halo just left him. Oh, yeah, official now, oh. right? Yeah. Chuck, it's time. I hope you got your uh, your DM already written up and just ready to hit send. And it's sliding the DMs. Jennifer Masterson, here we go. Jennifer be Briscoe like, sounds funny. <laughs> yeah, just be like, yeah. Yeah, my last name's not great with the uh, girls' names. Trust me, I thought about it. There's not many right. that go with it. There's yeah. not that many. It's not very smooth flowing name. Unless if it's like a B name, like Bethany Briscoe. Brittany Briscoe. Beverly Briscoe. <laughs> Beverly. Damn. You just you, it took you that long to name a girl with a B name, Barbara Briscoe. Barbara Briscoe. No, that's my aunt Sam. Oh, there you go. That's my aunt Sam. There you go. It works. <laughs> uh, but but the other side of the family. 
Is she a Briscoe or no? No, she's not. She's on my mom's side of the family. Okay. So if, if there's any girls out there and shot callers out there that think your name goes well with my last name, you know, slide in the DMs. Slide into it. Don't slide into it. Just like, I feel like sliding into it is like a secret thing to do. Moonwalk into his into his DMs. March into his DMs. Ooh, I like that one. March into it. You Just like breweries? Does your name work well with Briscoe? That's all it takes. <laughs> Briscoe at the disco. You have two uh, X chromosomes. I'm in. All right. This, this guy. All right. This, all right that this just guy. sounds like stop. That sounds like desperation right there. Um, so <laughs> yeah, we, we we built you on this pedestal. You can't just be lying. <laughs> you can't just be telling the people the truth. <laughs> Damn. Uh, any other sports news? I feel like this is kind of a quiet week for sports. There's not much going on this weekend either. Um, I just want to give an RIP, like a legit RIP, to um, University uh, of Kentucky. The kid, yeah, mm. Terrence Clark, yep. man, yep. very, very yep. sad. Yep. Definitely would have been yep. a first round pick. Yep. Um, very sad, very, very sad. So RIP to him. He's like the the new age lint bias. I don't even know who that is. Yes, Lim Bias. Lim Bias. Do I remember? If I remember, sorry, correctly, he was the number two pick, right? Number two pick in nineteen eighty six, nineteen eighty four, something like that. I can't. I can't remember the exact year, but then he went out basically and party that night. And if I'm getting the story correct, great. If not correct, please correct me. Died because it wasn't. But wasn't from wasn't from cocaine. Wasn't he at a party celebrating his like, draft pick? Yeah, wow. and did that cooking, I think, for like the first time or something. Yeah, he was an 86 draft pick, uh, second overall by the Boston Celtics. Who was uh, the one pick that year? Uh, hold on. Wow, that's crazy. I, I didn't mm-hmm. hear about that ever. No, Lynn Bias was probably arguably. Better than Jordan in the college, like the who, like, who, do, who do you play for again? Maryland. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And then I think after the draft, I think he went back to Maryland, and there was like a party for him or something. Yeah. And, and then he, he died he, from uh, basically an overdose from cocaine, if I remember the story correct. Wow, I don't think it was cocaine. Sad. I think it was. Uh, or or it might be mixed with something. He might have thought yeah. it was cocaine or something. And I think it was like his first time doing it or something like that. It was, it, I, I vaguely remember this story. And it was a crazy story. I mean, that, that's sad. I mean, don't do drugs, kids, but, um, and adults. Uh, yeah, you should, there's a, a documentary on that, uh, or 30 for 30 on that. Yeah. It's very informative. Um, it's, yeah, he, he actually like played Jordan. Uh, a couple times, like a two-on-two. Um, nobody knows the results, but he was supposed to be like the the next great player. Wow, very sad then. But yeah, um, Brad Doherty went number one. Who? Brad. Brad Doherty. Doherty. Yeah. Oh, for Cleveland. The Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, out oh, of okay. uh, UNC. 
Um, Kenny Walker was drafted later on. That's that wasn't that great of a draft class, to be honest. Mark Price, uh, Dennis Rodman came later on. Listen, everybody knows 1996 is the best draft class of all time. 96? Who's in the 96 draft? Uh, everybody. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much for. I think it's you're so informative. <laughs> yeah, who, who is there? Alan Iverson. Yeah, 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 no. Iverson. Kobe. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay. So yeah, so all right. So Iverson, draft. Kobe, I- uh, Iverson, no, Steve not Nash. No, oh, that, no, you're skipping. Kobe's Camby. No, no, yeah, yeah. It was Iverson, oh. Camby, Sharif, Abdul Rahim, Stefan Marbury, Ray Allen, Antoine Walker, uh, Curry Kettle, Kettles, Wentz, uh, Kobe Bryant, um, Stojovic, Steve Nash. Jermaine O'Neal, Z, Z, Big yeah. Z. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Zadrius Ogowski. That was a good draft. Uh, Dark Fisher went. Best draft of all time, man. That's a good By draft. By far the best draft there. It sounds like there's a lot of all-stars there. That sounds yeah, like that was, it. That was a good draft class. Um, good draft. And Ben Wallace went undrafted that year. They became one of the greatest defensive players of all time. Yeah. I had, Virginia uh, Union. I had the Ben Wallace sneakers out there, man. And they yeah, sold that. They sold them at Stephen Barry's, man. Oh my gosh. They're for like six dollars. Hell yeah, man. Those are shit. Yo, I used to play crazy basketball them until they ripped, and I was like, oh, okay. Yo, are we playing this here? I, what are we playing? I, mean, I know I'm, you've been ducking. You've been like, yo. You'd be like, yo, I don't have a yo. license to drive. And what did I do? I got one now. Now I'm waiting for you. Oh, man, you know, they're renovating my house. I'm, I'm like eight <laughs> hours away from you now. Now I can't. <laughs> There's a flood in my basement. Yeah, we got to play the what's the call. We'll play game 20, of 21. 21. Honestly, I'm so, I'm I, so I, fat I, I, and I, out of I, shape right now. I got to get in the shape. But I'm down to guy. play all, anytime. I haven't played in forever. I Yo, legit I think, haven't played the, in forever. By the way, I think the 84 draft might have been better. We had Kim Olajuwon, Michael Jordan, Sam Perkins, Charles Barkley, Otis Thorpe, John Stockton. Mm, those, are some, those are some heavy hitters, though. That's and it, even though. if we want to go international, we had Oscar Schmidt from Brazil. The best basketball player to never play in the NBA. Mm. Nah. Best nah. draft class. The first it's, it's nice. Nice. Or, or 2003 picks. was a good one, too. First five nah. picks of 03. <laughs> besides Mar- besides Milicic. <laughs> <laughs> no, Darko, Darko was the greatest of all time. Oh, yeah. Bogdanovich uh, did something the other day. He was helping out. Right, we got to end this podcast. Talk about yeah, we definitely do. The O3 was good, too. The O3 was good. We had LeBron, we had Melo, Bosch, Wade, Lee, Chris Kamen, um, Kirk mm. Heinrich was yeah. there. there. The fact that you took that. All right. Thank pause. you guys for listening. <laughs> David West. <laughs> You heard our wait, call. wait, 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 calm down, calm down, time <laughs> out. 
We have 63. This is our 63rd episode. 63rd. I didn't even look that up. Who's got got something going on? I know you got it. I have something going on. I'll go first. Um, I could not find the jersey number. We're in the the weird numbers. There's not a lot of good ones here. Um, But we have a record. Uh, NFL record, 63-yard field goals. It's been done four times. Can you guys name any of the four kickers in the NFL history to kick a record 63-yard field goal? Adam Vinatieri. Nope. <laughs> Goskowski. Three, three of them you probably heard of. Goskowski? You're close. Nagalkowski. Greg the Leg. All right, well, now you're for other way. No, it's Greg the Leg John Janikowski. Janikowski? No, Janikowski? you're thinking Greg the Leg, like Zerlinch. Zerlinch. You're thinking Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah, I got those. Yes, yeah, he's one of them. Okay. <laughs> the guy uh, from the Raiders, right? Do, do, yes. Do you want to guess what round he was drafted in in the uh, year like 2000? In like the second, it was like the first or second, right? Aaron is right. He was drafted in the first round, the 17th pick. Oh, shit. And look, he has a record, so he's one of the greatest. Um, yep. The other ones were uh, wait, Jason wait. Elam. Uh, oh. I wouldn't have said that. Go ahead. David, David Akers. And Akers. the first one to do it back in the 70s was Tom Dempsey, who was missing half a foot. That's weird. Sorry. He, had, he had to wear like a special cleat. That's, that's kind of cheating, though. Well, he's what, missing. Well, he's which, foot was the, which foot was the kicking foot? It was the kicking the kick foot. Oh, the, no, yeah. no. That's kind of cheating. That's kind of cheating. Yeah, bionic leg. Now, nah, but like, think about it. If, <laughs> if you're missing something, there's, there's less room for error there. Yeah, how far do you think mm. you could kick a... You could kick a like not far. I not tried. far, right? I, I, I can't. That's an extra point. Actually, no, not even an extra point now. An old extra point. Bro, I missed a, like a 20-yarder. <laughs> it's far. not that easy. First of all, I can't even get it in the air. If I like walk, like like a quick jog up to it, it's going straight down like a fucking onside kick. <laughs> it's crazy how kickers are uh, very important to this game, but get no recognition whatsoever. Well, they're either the hero or they are the, uh, the zero. It's either they make that, you know, uh, time expiring field goal or they miss it. And I mean, we're giving it. them a shout out now. All right. There you go. A shout out from us. That's, that's high praise. All right. Not everyone gets them. By the way, that same draft in 2000, after the Oakland Raiders took a kicker in the first round, they took a punter in the fifth round. Shane Lecklier. I mean, not really? gonna go, I mean, you can't hate them. Both of those were among the greatest of their positions at the time. I mean, whoever was but making taking whoever, a punter in the fifth and a kicker in the first, it's highly questionable. Whoever was making the picks must have found out that he was like on the chopping block or something. It's like, you know, I'm about to go out with a bang and I'm about to just draft these two guys in the first couple of rounds. a fucking kicker in the sixth with the 17th pick. He's like, I got another job somewhere else. That's uh, great. 
What do you guys got? You got anything? I got nothing. All right, I got you right now. So this actually occurred this time, like 30-something years ago, on April 20th, 1986. Michael Jordan scored 63 points in a double overtime playoff game. Against, wait, you said 30 years ago? Uh, A little bit more than 30 years ago. What year? Just tell me what year. 86. In a double time playoffs game this year? No, no. He scored double overtime on April 20th, 1986, 63 points. Oh, against Boston? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to figure out who. 63. Booty. That's a booty number. That's that's when Larry Bird had the famous quote about him. He's like, that's not Michael Jordan. That's Jesus. Jordan. Playing basketball. <laughs> Jesus Jordan. <laughs> Jesus Jordan. All right. Hey, yo, come down, heathens. <laughs> I have nothing for 63. Unfortunately, I wasn't prepared. Thanks for coming prepared. Sixty-three is a boring number. Sixty-four is even worse. Yeah, but sixty-four we can talk about Nintendo. Uh, that's what I was gonna do. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck's Chuck, stay messing this up, man. <laughs> it don't matter what episode we'll be on. We'll be on one hundred and forty-eight. He'd be like, "Yo, you know, <laughs> do you know that one hundred and forty-nine times?" <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> All, right, uh, All right. Thank you. Thank you. Close guys. this out, Dimitri. Thank you guys for listening. Glad to be back hey. with everybody. Where, where can you find us? You can find us everywhere. Just put us in Google. What's the call with the question mark? And uh... not an estimation <laughs> point. That's something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So you heard our call. What's yours?